Welcome back to Turf Morehouse TV and we are bringing you another match preview. The game's coming thick and fast. It's another double game week and we start with a trip to the new den, the den, because it's not even really that new anymore. Um, call it what you want. Shit all is the, cho the uh, choice of words I would probably use. Uh, an absolute slump. Um, and if there is Millwall fans in here, then get it right up you. Nice and early. Um Hope everyone is well, though. Big, massive hello from myself and little Diddy Dan there. Uh, he's not full of a cold, however, everybody else in the house is. Um, I've got a cracking guest coming on as well, Nathan, who runs uh, Burnley Monday L page on various social networks. Uh, and obviously, we're going to chat, well, the good times with Burnley, I suppose. Um, I mean, why not? Why not? It's all going uh, rosy, isn't it? Uh, let's have a look at just a few people's comments in the chat before we get into it. Henry says, yo, Dan, how's you? Hope you are well, Henry. This game is part of the Super 6 games this week. So, gone for a 2-0 Clarets win. Get in. Uh, stream element spots running. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Nat's in. Unfortunately, Nat, we could have been playing against each other, but you couldn't even get a result against Fleetwood in the Cup. What's all that about? What's all that about? Although you beat them twice in the league already. So, yeah. Anyhow. Evening to your fan self, and really appreciate that as well. And Nate, our Leicester City contingent is in the building as well. Hope everything is good with yourself. Um, as you can see, we are on social media. It's there running across the bottom of your screens, and it's going to do a little button form as well. Um, but here's the socials of where you can find us. And as soon as you see this video, you'll then see a better looking person's face than this one anyway. We'll bring Nathan in straight after this. This is where you can find us on all social media. And here he is, the man, the myth, the legend. How are you doing? I'm fantastic, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Not too bad. Fair to meddling, as they'd say, right up here. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're on one tonight. You're on wind up already, straight away. We, uh, oh, the, the, I don't, the, I don't care about Millwall. Hate them. Straight em. in there. <laughs> Hate them. Absolute shithouses. Um, 
no, obviously you're doing some bits now as well. Uh, been putting out some quality content for a good couple of years now as well. But um, you've decided to delve into YouTube. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, tell people a bit about Burnley Monday L and obviously the, yeah, just, you being the brainchild behind it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bit of fun. Just a bit of uh, got fed up of getting all the hate on the personal Twitter, so I uh, decided to just hide behind the uh, the account, the Burnley Monday L account, and get hate behind <laughs> there. Now, so. No, it's just a bit of fun, lightheartedness, keeping the, the 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 strong like social media community growing because it's it's good at the minute for Burnley fans. I've got a lot of top creators out there so yeah the more content on that that the the accounts for Burnley the better so yeah just bits and bobs going out on Twitter then started doing a bit of podcasting hopefully get some more of that done and then upload down to YouTube and all the normal places and and yeah just trying to jump in more on other other guys' channels like yours so yeah appreciate having me on. No anytime anytime um the links however to your Twitter and yeah. YouTube channel just, are yeah. in the description. Because oh, nice I know one. you did have an Instagram account. Yeah, then... I got rid of that because it, it was just too much to... I, I, don't, I don't really bother using it. There's not much link. To be fair, I'm like that sometimes yeah, when I share something. I'm like, right, I'll share it on Twitter. Right, I'm going to share it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to share it on Instagram. And yeah. I'm just like, ugh, it does get too much. I, I yeah. don't blame you, mate. I don't blame Twitter you. Twitter and YouTube, they're, they're, the, they're the ones, I think, for as long as Twitter lasts but... until that goes kaput when Elon Musk decides to stop. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I got a message the other day, actually. I need to turn off that two-step authentication unless I oh, yeah. get a blue tick. <laughs> I thought, sod off. No, what a guy. Honestly, like, what like, a guy. Money to money, it pisses me off. Mm, really pisses me off, stuff like that. But, oh well. Oh well. But yeah, the links are in the description to this video if you're watching us on YouTube. We are live on Twitch and on Facebook as well. So please do go and check them out. And uh, obviously, the more Burnley content, the better, right? So go out and show your support. Definitely. Go out and show your support. Let's see what people are saying in the chat as well. Luke's in. Got a Forest fan who's clearly for followed us due to his clearly newfound love of Chris Wood. Um, <laughs> Sorry about hope that. Hope you well, Luke. <laughs> uh, Dex says, evening, evening to yourself, mate. Hope you well. Ducky's in the building. How are you doing, you big fat knacker? He says, good evening, pal. I uh, hope you're well, mate. Very tough game tomorrow night, but I think we'll win 2-1. Yes, I'll take that every day of the week. Uh, Henry's fine as well, uh, apart from what I told you on Instagram earlier. Yeah, keep keep your, keep your chin up, no matter what. Don't let... What were it? Is it car... Something like illegitimate carborundorum or something like that. Latin for don't let the bastards get you down. Exactly. Fuck them. See, that's... Exactly. Uh, Brad's in the chat. Howdy, everyone. Hope you're all well and hope you're well as well. Doug's in as well. Uh, good evening to yourself. I hope everything is going good for you. Um, Smith is in the chat as well. I know it comes up Facebook user in the group, but I have got Facebook on, on my phone, so I can see who's put the comment in. Um, so I hope you're well, Smith. Hope everything is good with yourself. Uh Dex says, I okay or lock? Either way, whatever you want to go for, whack <laughs> it in the chat. Who cares? Uh, Dale's in, evening, listening from Turin, Italy, on my journey home from work. Woof. That's it. We're, we're global. That's it. I'll tell, tell you what, right? There were what? I was doing a watch along. Uh, I can't remember who we were against. And people were just putting in where they were from. I had like Kenya, Saudi Arabia. Uh, New Zealand, and I, they were just all yeah. ramming off, and I was just like, "Yeah, get in!" <laughs> I love that. 
love that. It, it, it's quality when that happens. I, I absolutely yeah. love it. I love it. Uh, Emma says, thank you very much, Dan. You're inspirational. Keep the good work coming. I appreciate that. Appreciate it. Right. Let's get on to the nitty gritty then. Let's, um, well, sum up the season so far. Your thoughts. Um, in fact, I'll cast your mind back right to the beginning. Mm. Um, to be honest, I didn't think company were going to come in. I thought probably he might have done if we'd have stayed up. But in the end, he did. And we're, everyone's, you know, windmilling around the front room. Um, <laughs> it, it, it happened. So, yeah, give us give us your thoughts on what he's done since coming in, the signings, uh, the unexpected, and uh, where we're at today. Yeah, well, the signings, I can't really comment too much because they're just them signings that you just, most of them are like, never heard of them. <laughs> Never heard of them. Never heard of them. <laughs> um, you get a lot. You get the odd one, don't you? That pops on Twitter going, "Yeah, yeah, he's class on footy manager." I signed him loads of times, but it's like, no, you haven't. <laughs> no one's ever heard of him. But the 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 recruitment is just um, recruitment's been was sensational in the summer. Um, knowing what we know now, it, it was sensational. But at the time, I was probably a little bit concerned. We signed a lot of unknowns. Yeah. Um, you know what we're like not, in the foreign not, market as well with Shaft. Yeah, yeah, not a Diego lot. Diego Penny and Remco van der Shaft. Oh, yeah, don't. <laughs> Sheffield yeah, Wednesday first game of the season. Never see them again after that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. to get players in with not a lot of championship experience was a big gamble, um, a massive gamble. Um, and I'd suppose I'll start to say that's went in with an open mind, just... It's what it is. Let's have a, a breather from six years in the Prem of doing the same stuff over and over again and having success sometimes, having not. And um, yeah, just have a little reset and start again. And it's it's been a been a journey, hasn't it? It's been a wild ride. It has. It has. We've gone from hoofball, Brexit ball, whatever people yeah. want to call it, to uh, parachute payment FC. Yep. And yeah. everything else Washing that we're being tagged at. It's. <laughs> It's silly though, yeah. isn't it? Because you look at the signings we've made. What Scott Twine with four million—that was the most we'd spent in the summer. Yeah. And then you know, nobody could have imagined the emergence of Anna Sorore. And it's like yeah. Company said recently: if we, tr- we we wouldn't have been anywhere near him if he was the player he was now, half a season in. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the, the, the kid got a World Cup call. I know it ended up by sort of by being default, didn't it? By their their striker getting injured, but he ended up in a World Cup squad. <laughs> you know that shows yeah. the quality of the kid. Um, yeah, so the, and the, the parachute payment stuff like really pisses me off. But yeah, it does. It pisses me off. It, it, like I'm starting to just sort of accept it. Yeah, sorry, we spent loads of money, but there's a lot of teams that have come down into this division and spent a lot of money and spent it on absolute dross. You know what I mean? Spent it on absolute bobbins players, whereas, yeah, we have spent money, we spent it well, and that's more impressive than just spending money. You know, actually being able to go out and identify proper talent, replace key players that left, and do it flawlessly is uh, pretty special, to be fair. So, yeah, stuff you put in FC. <laughs> it is. I mean, Luke says here he had question marks over everything mm. soon as Collins left for Wolves. Yeah, because. The Collins one was a strange one because of all the players that went out, yeah. everyone thought, nah, Collins is the one that's going to now sit there, yeah. cement that back line. And then as soon as he went, it was almost like, I don't know, there was part of me that not believed what the media were saying in back-to-back relegations. Yeah. But 
started thinking, st- is there an element to yeah. it? Well, you start you start hearing the same repetitive sentence over and over again. You start to believe it yourself, don't you? You know, if you keep yeah. getting told you, you're shit, you, eventually you're going to start just accepting that, yeah, you're shit. So um, <laughs> you sort of do just... You, I never had expected us to go down, but I had an air of... I think I, I tweeted from the Berlin Mundial channel. I'd said I had, I'd like to apologise to Alan Pace for, you know, some of the stuff I probably did say to him because I weren't, I weren't having him at all. I just thought he's, he's come in, he just wants stepping stone towards a Premier League club, you know, get his foot in English football and take all our assets and all our money. But the blocks just got it. You know, he stepped in and just delivered for us. Um, yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Because the, the way they bought the club as well mm. was under a leveraged buyout, similar to the Glazers yeah. at United. So the thing is with the Glazers at United, there's money there to be able to sort yeah, that out. Yeah. With yeah. us... It's a risk over reward yeah. situation. Yeah, but you, you look at these men, though the the high high performing like investment bankers. You know these aren't just any old Tom Dick and Harry Backstreet garages, are they? That you know they're no no no. That, that have made important business decisions, and they've obviously looked at us as a as a risk, but a calculated one. They've seen mm. that yeah we are because Alan Pierce has put all his money on the line. You know, he, he used all his yeah. cash to put down a deposit and and then obviously used debt to then finance the rest of the deal. But he's increased our commercial side of it all. He's increased our online traffic. You know, he's, always, he's giving people at the club the tools and the skills to to increase everything. So he's obviously boosted our, in, in the championship, he's boosted our revenue. So I'm excited for the Premier League when it, it really starts to ramp up again. Exactly. The only thing I'm not looking forward to is that three-letter word, VAR. Oh, God, yeah, don't. It's the only thing I'm not looking yeah. forward to. Promotion is brilliant, but then realising yeah. the first game you come into, you're going to get your arse handed yeah. to you on a plate by some yeah. arsehole referee. Yeah. Nah. I think, I think we've had a few decisions this year where I've looked back and gone, yeah, that ain't, we ain't getting that in the Prem. You know, no. stuff that's like little minute offsides or... Little fouls in build-ups, I think. Yeah, we ain't getting these. That caught so. free kick at QPR. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it definitely wasn't a free kick, lad. But yeah. Well, I'm hoping they that they're sort of change, they're not changing the rules, but they're having a bit of a shakedown over the summer, aren't they? With the who's managing it all, and now they're gonna they're gonna have a bit of a reshuffle of what they're gonna do with it all, and so hopefully we sort of see the benefit of that and watch it go to shit this year. <laughs> Well, fingers crossed it goes all right. I mean, there's a lot of, obviously, a lot of talking points going to be coming up as well. Uh, yeah. The fan advisory board that's been appointed. Yeah, um, that's cool, that, yeah. I mean, yeah. look, I, I managed to luckily get on it. Did Yeah, that's cool, that. That's good. I, I did start applying, but then I just sort of couldn't be out of the application process. <laughs> to, to be fair, I just made, I, I, I just mentioned about the fact that yeah. I, I was on, a, on the previous one mm. and I had a bit of a hand in mentioning about the, you know, the board at the end where it says next game and stuff like that. Yeah. Because there were me and this other board that did like a stadium walk. Mm. And we mentioned to the, I think it was the SLO at the time, uh, that, you know, this, it's going to cost money now, but in the long term, yeah. it's going to ship money for you. Well, yeah. Because you, in you terms got... of sponsorship and things like yeah. that and advertisements, and course, they went, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And then about a season and a half later, whack, it's up. And yeah. I was just like, I, I, I weren't like, right, brainchild here. Like, but, you know, I weren't, <laughs> I weren't giving it any of that. But like it's, it's good the, that the they're fab. actually taking your ideas yeah. on board. 
that's what they should be doing. And that, that's what most football clubs should be doing. Like, I probably won't go as far to say you need like a golden share from the fans. I think that's probably um, Stuart well back. <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, I think having a fan input on a on a just a broader scale than social media, I think is really important. And especially for a small, you know, we are a small club and we always will be a small club, but we can operate on, on a big stage. You know, I think having fans at the heart of that, and especially on an advisory board, is just one a good step of showing that Alan Pace and his team want to listen. Um, I thought I'd bold it up the interview yeah. process, though. You what, sorry? I really thought I really thought I'd bold it up yeah. in the interview process because I said Burnley's always seen as an old man's club. I said it needs a bit of rejuvenation. It needs. I said, I know I'm 31, and I'm say, I'm not trying to say a bit of a youthful aspect. I said because 30, I, I trust me, I feel. I feel 51, not not 31. I said, but it does need like a youthful aspect. I said, a lot yeah. of people now, I said, dare I say it, Bob Lauders. Um, <laughs> and if there's any in the chat, shoot me, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but you know full well that it's not all of you, not all of you. It's just the odd, you know, naysayers. Hey, that I'm a Bob um, Lauder. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. Only it's not stay dry and warm. <laughs> that's, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, but I mean, in terms of like, yeah. you know, the, people the, the, the are, are they're so used to the way it's been. The club's been so structured for years yeah. that we're now having to adapt to the fact that football's yeah. changed. The times are changing. The, the stadium needs to be, you know, yeah. needs a facelift. Mm. So it's, it's uh, <laughs> as Chris says here, uh, <laughs> flat caps, parts and ferrets at Burnley. And uh, that's, that's, that's just the uh, ladies' toilets. I <laughs> uh, well, hope you're well, Chris. He, hope you're well. He says he's got Keith Hackett coming on the channel. Oof. At least then you can nice. have a go at some uh, some refs. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Um, Stuart, at, Stuart, best at well should be a conference league. Uh, Dale says I'm gobsmacked at how quickly we've improved on our recruitment. They have clear, specific targets which we've never had before. Mm. I know yeah, it's, I it's all. It's all good hearing uh, someone like yeah. what Brendan Flood saying when we're close to signing Mark Alessian or sh- shit like that. Yeah. And then Dash coming out on Ben Foster's podcast saying we're this close to Harry Kane. And, yeah. And I mean, well, yeah, yeah, I don't want nice to be this close. Yeah. I was saying that it's, it. like, it's amazing to see that like the, the three centre halves, well, the four, if you, um, I can't pronounce his name. Um, I'm not going to try. Um, Which one? But I like, mean, Elder Kill. That's the one. Look at that textbook straight <laughs> off um <laughs> but like he, the company's able where, where the company's in, he must be involved in the recruitment process but somebody at that club be. could can find the center off you know what i mean because man there's probably our wood bellis because people are probably known about him with his championship experience but the three other lads bayer and the keelan and ekdal i've never seen so like so many center off slot into a championship not just a championship team, but like the best championship team yeah. going at the minute and just not look like, and just look like they've done it for 20 years. It's not know, just that though. I mean, we look like we're going to struggle as well because we had like yeah. Taylor Howard Bellis who obviously got that nasty injury and we thought, are we going to struggle now? You know, yeah. we've sent, we sent McNally out on loan, Kevin Long off to Birmingham and you're almost like scratching your head what's going to, what's going to mm. happen. Yalmar Ekdal for me, I mean, wow, 
What a signing. Yeah. And only 22 as well. He's been yeah. brilliant, hasn't he? Scary. It's, it's not even... Um, it's not hard to figure out that Vincent Company can pick out a centre-half, you know what I mean? He's probably been one of the best centre-halves that this planet's seen for a long while. Um, so it's not a it's not a coincidence that he can spot a decent centre-half, but you know, to get them playing within a team and a style so quickly, that's hats off to the recruitment and the coaching team for that to not only get the players. Usually, you know, you look at Pep, I know it's different, you know, different <laughs> level, but the the best players he signs usually takes about 12 months to get bedded in and fit a style of play. And whereas somehow a company seems to be getting them doing it in about 12 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's true, though. It's true. I mean, I, I agree with what Alan Pace was saying, uh, that obviously if we did not get relegated mm. and we stayed up, it'd have been a lot harder for this change mm. to have happened yeah, yeah. because we'd have had to keep a bulk of the players that we had on the books um, mm. and then obviously try and get the odd one in yeah. and things like that. But it, this is why I say to teams that like are fearing relegation that don't fear it, embrace it, mm. because it can sort of come... Yes, it, it can bite you in the arse. We've seen with Leeds, Southampton, Leicester over the years. Yeah. But, I mean, in terms of, like, change, if you can do it well, like we have yeah. done, you know, it's good. Yeah. And I mean, it's not just it's not just the players that we've brought in. You know, some of the older lads in there, Jack Cork has still been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, as much as he's now, I mean, don't even get him a birthday card or a Christmas card. Just give him a yellow card because that's the only <laughs> one he's bothered about. It's the only one he gets every day. Um, he probably gets booked in training it wouldn't surprise me but <laughs> you know it's players like that and I mean yeah. one player that I will single out that I think has been absolutely just I slagged him at the beginning of the season and said enough's enough sentiment I love you but it's time to move you on um, no. Sir Ashley Barnes Esquire yeah no I, I said the other day whatever you do in end of the season just Give him a ten-year contract, put a statue up, give name a stand after him. He, he, he gets it. He's he, he's Burnley through and through. I'm afraid he, he he can do it he wants. If he wants to leave and try and play football, he can do it. If he wants to stay and try and play football here, he can do it. He can do what he wants. He's earned enough. He's earned enough credit in the bank. He didn't bin us off at the end of last year like quite a lot did, chasing that Premier League. I know most of them have gone on and done all right, but. You know, Ben Mee lost a lot of respect from me because I thought the way he held himself as our captain and came out and dealt with some pretty shitty stuff for mm. us and spoke like an absolute legend to then sort of jump ship. I, I say, I, I don't want to slag him too much, but sort of jump ship. I suppose he's only got one career and he wants to stay in the Premier League for as long as possible, but it, really it's hard for a player like him yeah. at his age, isn't it, as well? Because it's almost like last chance saloon. Yeah. For yeah. me, he's been one of the best centre backs. That's probably not definitely. And I'm not. I'd I'd just love to, that's not I'd love to, been in the England I'd squad. Love, I'd love to have seen him yeah. play for England. I just love that spine to stay like Jay Rod, Barnsley, Corky, Ben Me. You know, and and do it again. You know, like we've got most of them. I'd, I'd just love Ben Me under company to just win as a title. You know, win as another title and get us back up. And yeah, but yeah, he's what it is. But back to Barnsley. Yeah, give him what he wants. If he wants a 10-year contract, he can have it for me. 
He's a legend. You're going, you're going all Rio Ferdinand on us, aren't you? He's a legend. <laughs> he scored some big goals. He's been in some big moments for us. And as well, like next year, we're going to need big voices in that dressing room. And, you know, he's, he's got it. He's got one. He's got a big voice. He, you know, yeah, he just looks like he wants to go around kicking shit out of people on a pitch. But, <laughs> you know, there's, a, there's an intelligent football player up there with a lot of experience and a calm head as well, believe it or not. Um, I think he's got a lot of... It looks like he's not a calm head, but everything he does is intentional. And that takes a calm head. You know, he does a lot yeah, of the does. stuff he does without getting many red cards or even yellow cards for that matter. So that takes a... Um, yeah, it takes a calm, calm, collected head. So next year he's going to be key for us. So I think, yeah, at least another year from him, and then, yeah, give him. Yeah, that I'd, like, I'd like to see him sort of. Yeah, a little bit like with Jamie Vardy in the Premier League. He's not getting much game time, but last yeah. ten minutes of a game, just for a bit of physicality, could be all the difference. Yeah, I, I'd give him another year, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I like that comment from Claret One. It, it's odd, It's now odd going from like the most hated team in the country <laughs> <laughs> to now like. Other like pundits and fans are just like absolutely obsessed with us, you know. Like they're obsessed with how we play and what we're doing, and yeah, it's strange to see it. It's strange to see. It is. I mean, Dale says that Ekdal's a future captain. When I saw him play, the how gangly he is, his hairdo, he just he reminds me so much of like an old school Tony Adams. Yeah, I, yeah. I said said that um, other day that I just love a player that just wears black boots. You know what I mean? He just rolls out in these black boots, three stripes, no nonsense. Everything's just, he's just playing football. Just, you know, just wants to play football. And yeah, like an old school defender. But what would you, what do you reckon we do when our Bellis is fit? See, what, I, I wouldn't have minded him if we, if like, I don't think he's going to walk straight back in. No. I don't think he's going to walk straight back in at all. Um, but then, I don't know. A lot of people were saying, could we get him on a perm? For me, I think he's a future England captain. Mm. I think he's got the credentials to yeah. do something like that. But um, I just think if we were to get him, it would be similar to the Murich deal. You know, structured, mm. cheap buyback clause for City. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... I don't I, know. I, it's, it's what's... The recruitment what of Ekdal... The recruitment of Ekdal and now obviously Bayer looks like that's all done pretty much. From what I've been reading online, it looks like yeah. we're going to sign him. It's all dependent on if, if we make promotion, but obviously we know we're going up. <laughs> so um, I think company and the board have resigned to not signing Howard Bellis back. That's what it looks like to me. I think, they, I think yeah. they've resigned to, he's going to go back to City because they don't loan players out to Premier League clubs. Not that I can think, no. you know, correct me, no. correct me in chat if I'm wrong, but what off the top of my head, I don't see many, like, especially ta highly rated talents that they've got in there. So they either sell them on because the players don't want to sit around or they go, they play in the first team, they sit and wait for the chance, they sit and wait and they get it. So I can see Howard Bellis going and probably sitting and waiting next year at the City and just being on the fringes of the City team. Because he's good enough. He's by far good enough. Um, yeah, I mean, Phil says, yeah, I've heard it was in his loan that he has to play a minimum of 30 games in a league. Not sure if true. I think I, I think one or two of the loans uh, have yeah, clauses in that they have yeah. to play 30 get league yeah. games or something. But obviously, if injuries happen, it's not something yeah. that can 
Yeah, obviously, you know, you can, it, it's, make it, it makes yeah, sense from their club, though. If, if they're loaning their asset to you, that they want to make sure they're not just going to get wasted, which is something that Dash did with our loan, with loan signings in the past, that we'd get loan signings and we'd get a little bit excited about them, the odd few that we did get, and then they'd sit on bench for 12 months and then go back and fade to nothing, you know. So well, that's another thing now. It's like a player comes in and he can slot yeah. and company will slot him in straight away. With mm. Dash, it was not just fit, it was Dash yeah. fit and everything else. And yeah. it, it, pee, it pees me off a little bit when you look at it because, you know, you, if you, you're a professional footballer, you're good enough anyway. Yeah. If you fit, you fit, argue, that's it. Yeah, I would argue the way that the system that company plays requires you to be fitter than the way Dash played. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah, fair enough. Both, both, systems are, both systems are very taxing on your body, like, but I would say that us keeping the ball for 85 minutes and, you know, just running around with it non-stop, I think that's more taxing than sitting in front of your own box for 80 minutes and facing 25,000 shots. Um, so, oh. yeah, it always did strike me as why it always took nearly 12 weeks to see a new signing. Um, but, anyway... Yeah, and as Dale says there, what about Halil? Barely been yeah. used. Well, I think we, we wanted to send him back, didn't we, in January? Mm. But I think something in... I'm not entirely sure what happened, but apparently... Would, was it, could Brentford not take him back? Is that what it were? Could, I think could it might not, have been something like that. Did they... Did they not, was it something about registering players or something? They had too many or something in their Prem squad that... He'd end up it being been. the under twenty one. He were linked with a few moves to back to Turkey, weren't he? But yeah, it didn't. It didn't come yeah. off for him. Uh, I found a couple yeah. of stats ahead of this game as well uh, against mm. Millwall. Um, Gary Rowett, 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 whatever you want to call him. Um, in his short managerial career so far, he's still yet to beat Burnley in the football league, um, and yet again, he's only faced us three times, uh, yep. but. He's lost two as a manager and drawn one as well. So only against Bournemouth and Sunderland has he faced a side more often without winning. Um, we're apparently looking to do our first league double over Millwall since 98-99 campaign when both sides were in the third tier. Um, I was only young, but I remember that. Remember back then? Yeah. I remember, if I remember rightly, they were banned from coming to the turf, I think. It might have been that yes. year season. Yes, and, it was. And they just had, they turned up and they just had no fans. But they beat us yeah, that day. I think they, they scored, scored like yeah. twice. Yeah. They scored and, and just, we celebrated for them. We're just nothing. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I was only young, but I vividly remember that. Yeah. Uh, that that was a fun, fun game. Claret man. one. If you want to have a change of tact from Claret one. Yeah, yeah. definitely. He says, what are we going to United do? United can fucking keep him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's yours. He's yours. Mm. To be fair, there's a there's a bit of a love hate debate with Man United and Vegos because some saying he does naff all, but then I thought the yeah. other day against from where he was slotted in yeah. in like that sort of cam roll, it worked for him because he is shit with yeah. his head. He but ball to feet, you know yeah. he, he he laid the pass on for Sancho's goal. Yeah, he he did that oh. well, and he, you've got to play a really specific way for him to work. And like we didn't when he was here with us, we just kept trying to dump it into him in the midfield and hope he'd bring it down but he didn't want it he didn't want it um, so I think if you can play that specific way for him I think he's like, he's effective but from what I've heard and what I can gather he's just a bad egg all round he likes a sulk 
yeah. he's not much of a team player, you know, and like the whole bullshit test thing, like one week he's like kissing the badge and like saying how much he loves the club and then the next week he's like, yep, see, I'm at United. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like instantly and I just think, yeah, nah, not for me. I don't I don't think he fits in. I don't think he fit in with our squad or our system. I think company had kicked the living shit out of him to be honest if he kicked <laughs> off. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I love that shit hopefully... by Connor Roberts as well when he wrote a yeah. comment on Ian Matson's yeah. post saying something like, the only Dutchman I love or something like that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> stick it to him. I love that. That was quality yeah, with that. I, just want, I want him to start scoring now because we need to keep that, get that price tag. You know, if we can go and get what we've paid and a bit more back, get it reinvested, we're laughing. So hopefully we can, hopefully we can bag a few between our end of the season. We can... Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, True Red says here, Dash handled players too harshly for me. Lone players he never used. Waiting on players to get fit and fat for the place. Slotting in his formation. You're a professional footballer, for God's sake. I totally agree. And David's in as well. Hello to yourself, David. Hope all is well with you. Um, And it's true. I mean, the game against Preston, I was thinking, it was what? It's about 81 minutes on the clock I looked and I thought, we've used all five substitutions. And I'm thinking, shit, 81st minute, Dash should just look at his bench and go, oh, shit, I've got one at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was strange, because even before that, from about 67th minute of that game, we just practically mm. were pissing about with the ball anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, Dale says here, Pace said in his pre-match comments, something along the lines of that Begos isn't coming back. Yeah, he mentioned about Yeah, he um, pretty much confirmed it, didn't he? He said that well, he spoke outgoings... About yeah, he spoke about every player that's out on loan or this, that and the other and just didn't mention Vegos, you know, like in any sense whatsoever. So it was what he didn't say that was like, yeah, he ain't coming back. Like Vegos is... So, you know, like the way he dealt with the club when he, when he left us to go Besiktas, he was just like, yeah, I ain't playing a championship. You know, I'm not doing that. Like, which, fair enough, he had the World Cup to think about, but and a little bit better, like just maybe come out and yeah. say, you know, do that. The, the video that he did after the horse had bolted was the video to do before he left to go cheers for yeah. him with the chance at Prem. Sorry it didn't work out. We tried. We tried to give it all. We tried for Dash. We tried for Jackson. It didn't work. But I've got to think of my career and I'm going to go and try and get that World Cup spot. And I think every Burnley fan then had gone, fair play. Fair one to yeah. But it was just the manner of him coming out, spitting his dummy out. I'm not playing at Championship. I'm too good for Championship. I'd like to see him at Championship because I think he'd struggle. <laughs> I think he did, you know. Oh, the physicality in championship. He, not, in our, not in our team this year, but. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. not and like Luke says there, uh, fans yeah. want to set Vegos back after what he said about the championship. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and think he said, we say goodbye to Kevin Long and Vegos. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the missus is in. She says, hope Burnley up their game tomorrow. It's too close to the end to start slacking now. They've seen not their full best the last two games and are lucky to have walked away with a draw and a win. I mean, I do agree with that because we haven't been our best, but that winning mentality no. has got through. I mean, yeah. let, let's speak about that Luton game. Mm. I mean... Tough, tough old game, I, that, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd anticipate that it was going to be a tough old game. Like, Luton are no, no chumps. They're in, they're in the playoffs for a reason, you know. They're not they're not just some idiots in this league that little old Luton that get a pump in there. You know, they're a tough old team and especially under Rob Edwards, he's got them playing some decent stuff and Rob Edwards can set a team up tactically to play against an, a specific opponent, and that's exactly what they did. Um, 
you know, just completely nullified. I mean, Rob Edwards already has a win over us already this season. Exactly. The third exactly. game in, you know, when he won by win at Watford. He couldn't buy a win at Watford, but yet managed to do a job against us. So, like, he obviously knows <laughs> something about company that others don't. So, but, I mean, what did, what did you make of the game in general? Because, I mean, I thought we were, in terms of chances, they were the, they were the better side. Mm. Uh, we had a lot of possession, yeah. as we, we expect these days. But, I know it were a killer moment that obviously, you know, wins the game. But surely, you know, there was one or, one or two chances that really we should have been put into bed. Yeah, it was, like I say, it was a tough game and it was a game that Luton knew, like knew, Luton were there to nick a win or settle out for the point, you know, a point against the title, you know, championship leaders, they'd have, they'd, you know, they'd have took that, but... I've said it for a few times now, and it keeps popping up on Twitter. Other people keep saying it is going, yeah, they're absolutely outpressing it. They're battering us. They're all, you know, they're, they're squeezing us tight. And then they go, they won't be able to keep it up, though. And it's exactly what's happening. It gets the 60, 70th minute mark, and then we go, right, we've had enough of this. Zaruri, you're on. Benson, you're on. You know, rattle, Taylor, you're on. You know, rattle all these like top players back on pitch, and we go up a gear. And that's what happened against Luton. Um, Patino came on. Caused absolute carnage. Changed the um, game for me when Vitinho came game. on, and we just stepped it up another level and just just yeah. started pinging it about a bit faster. And then their centre halves was panic. Well, not panicking, but they they sort of lost their shape that they had for so long and started losing the reds. Which then their centre off, you know, their captain, which was stupid from him to lose his head like that, got sent off, which again just killed the game. Like you know, at that point, company made a pretty ballsy decision. Took took um, Zahuri off after coming on. Put Foster on yeah, because I was a little bit know. like, Whoa, what's yeah. going on here? But part of me was thinking, is it just down that left-hand side? Because we weren't yeah. getting a lot of luck with Teller, we weren't getting a lot, no. with, a lot of luck with Zorobi. So was it more of a case of, like, tactically, it's pointless yeah, just yeah. having anyone out there? And that's when he decided to go maybe 4-4-2 a little bit. Yeah, I think he just wanted to tighten up, didn't he? And the ball weren't sticking when the... Because Luton penned us in. Weirdly enough, they went down a man. Mm. But that usually... You know, it, 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 like Nathan Jones said it, didn't he, before he got potted at Southampton, that like it make it makes the opposition team fight a bit harder, digging a bit harder. And that's what happened. They sort of digging a bit more. They were pumping out. They kept pumping it over the top to us. So when we were clearing our lines, it weren't sticking with, you know, the, with like Zaruri or, um, you know, it just weren't, it weren't sticking. So it brought Foster on to change that. But I thought Zahuri's reaction, at first when he took him off, I was like, oh no, he's, he's injured or what? But, Daru just like, yep, no worries, Gaffer. Like, you're in charge. Whatever you say, I'm happy with. Yeah. And he just wandered off and shit, cuddled off the company and sat back down and he was fine. So, yeah. I did, That's I did good when stuff like that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can, you sit, we've seen it now in football as well. A lot of players just walk off, they'll boot a bottle away, yeah, they're pissed yeah. off. But, yeah. you know, again, goes back to having yeah. calm heads and understanding yeah. your place in the team. <laughs> Well, it happened in the, the Luton game when I think one of our, well, I, th- oh, I think it was, I think when Teller went down, actually, company brought everybody in and and I've never, I've noticed it, bef- never noticed it before, but like you always get, like you get your group of lads listening to the manager and then you get little small factions just talking to themselves, don't you? Like, not like in a bad way, just yeah. talking about the game, but on against Luton, every single one of them were just zoomed in on company. Like they're just listening to every single word and then whatever he said, they went out and then delivered it because we then, Created more chances. We're popping it, popping it in the box more, down the middle more, and we got the chance off the penalty. So, 
Yeah, it's good. That's another thing yeah. as well. Half times, I've noticed that. We, mm. You know, the whistle don't go, and then it's like, oh, thank goodness for that, and then just troddle back. No, Literally, no, the no. whistle goes, and they're like pelting it into the changing room as if to yeah. say, right, let's get in there, let's sort our shit out and, yeah. and do and that. We do that if we're 3-0 up at half-time. We do that if we're 1-0 yeah. up at half-time. It's the mentality of the game's not done. Like, we've got to keep going and we keep going. And, you know, and that's, yeah, that's something that you can't buy. You can't. You can't just throw money at that. You've got to have the right people that bring that in. So, yeah, Stephen Berry's comment there. Get that on. That says it all. <laughs> definitely. Definitely does. I can't fully get it. Company <laughs> is the dog's bollocks. Yeah, to all those, yeah, To is. all those that... Because, uh, obviously, this will be going out on podcast platforms. So, if you're listening to us, appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, Stephen's putting a nice comment there saying, Company is the dog's bollocks. Uh, just want to say condolences to you and your family, yeah. David, as well. Um, I know you posted David. in the chat about uh, you, your uh, uncle. Um, so, you know, just hopefully, um, just, yeah, a bit the fact that you said a sudden loss and feeling deflated. Yeah, you, you yeah. need us. DMs are open. Um, yeah. Need a chatter out like that. And as I say, a lot of love for for you in in the uh, in the comments as well. Uh, Dale says, "Think we've missed Benson's energy and trickery the last 20, min- 20 minutes yeah, against agree. Watford and Luton." I, I mean, did, when when's he when's he? Uh, have you heard about think, when he's due back? I, I or think, I think he's just holding him back. Company, he's just we're not we don't we're not desperate for it. You know what I mean? We're we're still getting results, but I think he's just we got you know we got quite a lot of fixture congestion. There's going to be a lot of Saturday Tuesdays, Saturday Tuesdays, potential little FA Cup run maybe. I think you're just going to bide his time. The same, that's why I think you brought Zaruri off. It was more of a, you've given us your 30 minutes, don't need to keep you on the pitch anymore. Like, let's get you back off. You know, like, it's, you almost use it as a rolling sub. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think Benson's just, just, he's just biding his time with him and he'll, he'll unleash him when he needs to. Um, and I think Benson's all right with that. I think he seems okay with that. He knows that he's going to get his chance again. You know, it's not, it's not over for him. He walks back into that team to me, to, for me, to be fair. So definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, Millwall have only won one of their last nine league games in midweek, uh, drawn four of them, uh, while they failed to score in each of their last three such fixtures. I know we're saying this, and I know it's midweek, but that result they got against Sheffield United, I mean, what, what a victory for them. Yeah. I was yeah, I sat watching it on Saturday afternoon. I was like, I was just gobsmacked at one what Millwall were doing, but at two what Sheffield United were doing. They just, I mean, I know they scored two goals, but they just looked like they just didn't care. Like they just, I don't know what it were. They didn't like, I don't know what it were. But fair play to Millwall, and I think what they did, they just took the game to Sheffield United. They weren't scared of them. Um, they weren't frightened. They weren't bothered by who Sheffield United were, where they were in the league. They just took them to it, and I think. They're going to do exactly the same against us tomorrow. You know, they're going to not give a shit who we are. They're not going to give a shit about who them players that are on our team. They're just nah, going to, not at all. fans are going to get into them. They're going to get into us. So, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting possibly even a possibly even a defeat tomorrow. I think I, mean, I, won't, I won't be surprised. We're, we're due one. We have to be due one. We can't just win every game. Or yeah. We can't just keep getting me. Football don't work like that. It's, it's not supposed <laughs> to be this good. <laughs> you, know, and I, you know, but we'll see. I've said it probably for we the past will. 12 weeks and yet we've won, so... 
like I say, a winner's mentality. <laughs> However, yeah. Burnley have won their only other away league game in London this season, uh, beating QPR 3-0 in December. Not since a run of three victories in the Premier League between June and December 2020 have the Clarets won successive such games in the capital. Um, so, you know, a, a little bit against us in terms of that. But, yeah, you know, it's like you say, the stats, I know there's a lot of people that, rave about stats and they base the football on the stats mm. or the decisions when they're putting a bet on and shit like that. But, I mean, we, like, you know, like you said, stats this year. <laughs> we've yeah. just been shitting all Every record going, we've decided, <laughs> yeah, I will either match it or break yeah. it. But it's yeah. like you said, though, Millwall are no pushovers. Yeah. I mean, you, no, you look there. Yes, we're top of the league, but, you know, Millwall are holding up that playoff spot. Yeah, they're, they're fancying it this year. Their fans, I've seen on Twitter and list of, a couple of lads on pods, that they're, they're feeling it this year. They're feeling like it's their chance for a playoff chance. And, you know, that's not a bad little playoff group. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I think I think it's probably looking like how it's going to stay for the rest of the season, given the form that them four teams have been in, especially Middlesbrough, but they're a different yeah. discussion for another day. They're a joke at the minute, but yeah. Yeah, Millwall are doing, doing very well, doing very well. So I, I, I very much expect, uh, very much expect a difficult game tomorrow and they'll be up for it. They, will, they love, they love beating the big team. You know, they love trying to upset the apple cart. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, who, so, who, who would you say, say us and Sheffield United are nailed on? I'm not saying that it is, but, um, say that they're already confirmed out of them out of that playoff hunt. Who would you want mm. to come up with? If, it, I've I sort of believe Middlesbrough will catch Sheffield United. Yeah, I've um, said that. So out of that, if you're the team that drops out of the top two after being there all season, I think you're the team that doesn't go up. Really, I think you're deflated. Mm. Um. I don't know, it's a tough one to call. I think Sunderland... I, don't I won't mind Sunderland do... doing it. No, I won't, I won't I mind, mind them doing it. No. To be fair, I think Millwall from... going up, though, that would be a problem for police. Yeah. Yeah, it would. The Prem yeah. games they've got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> West Ham. Well, if they stay at Prem, but... Yeah, West um... Ham and Chelsea. Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one to call, because, like you say, you always get that late runner, don't you? I don't know who... who I don't know who's the rest of the table... Um, obviously, them horse fiddlers down the road, they won't be making playoffs, even though they're floating around at the bottom. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's going to go. It's a tough one to call this year. I feel like other than us and, me, and now well, Sheffield United and now Middlesbrough, I think it's a tough seat, tough league to call now. And everyone's just beating everyone at the minute. Um, yeah, even bottom teams just start putting some results yeah. together, aren't they? So yeah, but if the bottom teams are like. They're like funnily inconsistent. Like Birmingham will win one weekend and then be absolute dog shit the next, and then win again. We're gonna surprise him, mate. We're gonna surprise yeah, they, They've got they've had the new manager bounce like you always get, haven't you? You know, yeah. I mean, they didn't get it with Colo Torre, but you know, no. <laughs> they really didn't get it with, with him. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a good season. I've enjoyed it. Been a good uh, good league, good league to be part of. It has. Uh, Dale says, I'm going to go against the grain and say it's the best time mm. to play Millwall. We play better against teams who try to play yeah. against us, Swansea, Blackburn, etc. And they may yeah. come at us after winning Saturday, but it will be a tough game nonetheless. I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, Stephen says, it will be a great atmosphere in the den tomorrow. It's going to be a tough game for Burnley with home fan pressure. 
always a tough game away at Millwall, to be fair. Mm. It's just Burnley and Millwall are like two dogged teams, although the way we've changed now, it's almost like expect the unexpected Millwall, but we'll yeah. see. Uh, Dale says he thinks it'll be between Sunderland and Millwall for his promoter choice. Um, and Stephen says just up that. Oh, it would be. Take a good player final. Um, I mean, you give us your starting eleven. Who, if if you were picking the starting eleven for the game tomorrow, yeah. who would it be? It's probably cop answer, but I probably have to keep the same team for the past yeah. two games because we've got we've had Watford that were a tough game that we knew were going to be a tough game. Luton, we knew were going to be a tough game, and we know tomorrow is going to be another tough game because like them three teams are in a we're in a bit of form tough, you know, a bit more resilient, a bit more tactically aware. And I think you've got to treat these with respect. And I think chopping and changing might not do as good tomorrow. I think keeping the same team um, would be would be ideal. Um, obviously, we're still waiting. I don't know if you heard anything on Teller or... I knew it wasn't as bad as it first looked. Yeah, I I, I'm not I, sure if he's I reckon he'll there. probably miss out. I think he'll probably miss yeah. out today, but be back for Saturday. Yeah, which, which is, you know, you've got... Zaruri could start or Obafemi can start like for like. Yeah. Um, you know, you might we might see Benson for 20 minutes or 30 minutes at the end of the game. Um and I think consistency is key at the minute just to get us over that, get us that promotion. I think we just need to keep ticking away, chipping off the results. If we you know if if we just go and get another point tomorrow, it's fine. You know, just keep ticking away, keep the same score, keep consistency, keep lads happy. Um yeah, what about you? Sort of cop out answer. I've got to say the same thing. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, uh, I'm just thinking back because I've just it's just come back to me now. Uh, in that Luton game, there was one thing I was just watching, and the camera panned mm. to company, and we stood there, and we were talking to uh, Jackson at the side of him, yeah. and uh, and I'm sure he said something along the lines of, "Why don't we push Barnes out left?" Yeah. And Jackson's like, "Nope, nope." nope. <laughs> Don't fucking do it. That's all I heard yeah. him say. All you could hear them <laughs> the words were "Don't fucking do yeah. it." Um, and then I think he said, and then company were like, "Why?" And he went, "Because he can't fucking do it." Something like that. <laughs> it right. just, but that's how it looked. What, what we're saying. I mean, I know it could be completely something else, but it did look like he was saying basically, "Don't put Barnes out left." Um, yeah. we, we don't need that shit. We've been there, done that with having strikers <laughs> on the wings. Carl Laverty, yeah. Martin Patterson, Robbie Blake. We've done it with a few. J Rod even had a stint. Um, yeah. Guys, can I just say as well, I know you're listening on the podcast platforms. I really do appreciate your love and support on there. If you are watching us, though, please do drop a like on this video. Um, subscribe to the channel if you're new. And also hit that notification bell so you can be notified when we next go live. And uh, funnily enough, that will be tomorrow. We are going to bring you a live watch along of the game. So tune in at 7.35, I believe. Uh, and obviously, we will uh, bring you our thoughts. Uh, some real analysis. None of this Radio Lancashire chat. So don't worry about <laughs> it. Join us. Join us for that. Um, I want to play a quick game with you. Yeah. I want to oh play a quick game with you. A quick game of this or that. This or that. It's simple. It is simple, as it says on the tin. Basically, it's just going to be, I mentioned two things, you just tell me which one you prefer. Okay, like it. Sim 
just yeah. simples. And uh, and for anybody that wants voiceover work, trust me, it's not the greatest. And I don't <laughs> do voiceover work, so snooze you lose. Uh, Stephen's off. He says, good night from Cyprus. I will watch the rest tomorrow. Thanks for the content. Uh, no, appreciate it. Appreciate it. And uh, can you can you bring some of that uh, Cypriot weather over here as well, please? Because it's been absolute dog shit the last couple of days. Um, <laughs> so we need we need some of that brightness, please. Um, David says, will the game be live? Uh, I'm not sure it is. It might be on the red button if you've got a sky. Ooh. Um, sorry to oh. Oh, sky. have a look on Sky Sports. Yeah. No, I don't say so. It just says Norwich, Birmingham. No. Yeah, it might be on the red button. It might not. I'm sure there's other super legal and oh, definitely ways you can find the, it. The old R follow. <laughs> that'll uh, that'll yeah. get abused tomorrow. Um, Henry says Millwall have games in hand, so I think Millwall will be certain playoff candidates. There is that as well. Yeah. Um, Luke says playoffs are great. What a feeling it is to win. It's even better when you have a referee on your side, isn't it? Yeah, dirty forest. But anyway, I won't go there. You know I'm only uh, taking the piss. Hey, that, that's uh, some playoff final, by the way. Luton Millwall. Yeah, that if would that, be a, some scrap. That'd be a police policing nightmare. I know Watford. Uh, Watford will try and make a case of trying to get in there. Watford mm. Millwall would be. Uh, or Watford Luton would be hell. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, Watford fair. Luton. That would be a ding dong, wouldn't it? <laughs> Uh, I think Sunderland for me, Borough are crazy good right now. Though, yeah, they are. They're on some inspired right. form at the moment. I, I'm um, not looking forward to next season. If obviously we both go up, it, the, the TV are going to force that Carrick Company rivalry, aren't they? Like it's fucking really. Yeah. It's going to be City United on Super Sunday, and then we're going to be the game before that. Borough Burnley, <laughs> Carrick <laughs> Company, City United. It's just they're going to force this rivalry, Middlesbrough. That I don't fucking need. Because it always comes back around. I don't know. It's what always I against Borough as well. We, wow. we had one little, one little promotion tussle with them, and then now we're just back <laughs> dead to get yeah. You can see it now. They're going to push that. You can. You can. Clark wants to seem to do well at Millwall, so burn the win for me. Get in. Get your predictions yeah. in as well, and we'll have a look through them after we've done this quiz. Uh, Dale says, I'd like to see over Femi start, especially if Teller is yeah, injured. So yeah. I think they're straight, straight swap, aren't they? Similar players, straight swap. Yeah. Yeah, easy enough. Right, first one, I'll go easy on you. Home games or away games? Oh, away games, definitely. It's a different atmosphere, in it? Yep. Top class. Netflix or YouTube? Or oh, YouTube. Yep, can't get stuck down there. YouTube, we're more <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> Too true. Uh, work hard or play hard? Hmm... Oh. Probably work hard. I'm a bit of a sad <laughs> It's not wrong with that. If, if you work you got, hard, you, got, you can yeah, play harder, can't you? Exactly. You've got to work hard. You can't play hard all the time. You need to work hard to play hard. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, Blake or Little? Oh, God, Little. My Oof. idol. My Hands idol. down. Honestly. Yeah. What a player. What a man. If you Have you heard, have you listened to Under the Cosh with Glenn Little? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a man! Yeah, no, he was my he was my idol growing up. Had every every season he was here, I had him on the back, obsessed with him. Still am. <laughs> he were a real player though. It's like yeah. he could do things I mean, with the ball yeah. that you wouldn't expect because he was like a yeah. proper lanky streak of pace. Yeah, but he, he just he could move, couldn't he? he yeah. Like twist and turn, like he were about five foot 
Like, yeah. so I don't... don't get me wrong. Rob, Robbie Blake, absolute legend, but I think Little were just there before Blake and I just fell in love yeah. with him. Yeah. One of the yeah. reasons why you became a Burnley fan. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I think my first game was against... What was it? Boston United or something like that at the turf. Wow. I think we've played. Um, and I think two two or three seasons later, Brad Mailer ended up leaving us and joining Boston. Right. If I'm not mistaken. But it was just, yeah, I can't remember when that was. Mid 90s, something like that. Yeah. Or late 90s. But, um, oh, what, what were I going to say? I, think, I feel like I need some theme music for this or that. Yeah. Music on it does. I'm gonna to have to work on that. I'm gonna to have to work on that. Um, Akinbaye or Danny Ings? Oh, Danny Ings. Like, I loved Akinbaye. He was good. You know, he had some amazing moments, but Ings, he was just different gravy. Not just for on the pitch, like, he, he got the club, he got the town. Fans adored him. Yeah, good, good, good cake, good egg all around as well. Yeah, Danny yeah. Ings. Danny Ings for me. Battle of the City Lawnies, Trippier or Ben Oh. <laughs> that's a tough one that one I mean you have to you have to say Ben Me like you have to that's like the rule in it yeah you have to say Ben Me but I'm going to say Trippier because yeah again, why like, not upset the apple no, just, I love it yeah, I mean, yeah I, I, you have to say Ben Me by default so I'm just going to say Trippier because he was class weren't he and the career he's had you know he's yeah class and he would that season where it was just him firing everything onto Sam Vox's head. Yeah, it was just a joy to watch, yeah. to have a player like that. Yeah. And he was classy. We were always in town as well. When he first signed for us, he was just out in town all the time. <laughs> Every Saturday night, you'd just see him in Illuminati, just giving it some. So, yeah. That's for me, yeah. Definitely. Um, Barton or Marnie? Oh, Barton. Yeah, yeah. joy, but again... I'd I'd love the block. Like Dean Marnie, long side good, you know, long serving player, but Barton just he changed that team. Yeah, he did. Absolutely changed it. Did. He carried us that team. Carried us. He did indeed. A Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Instant. Even if Elon's fucking it up still. <laughs> I like that though now. He's just fucking it up. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his play thing, isn't it? You know what I mean? He yeah. doesn't give a shit. <laughs> He's like, I've got Tesla. I paid 40 billion for this. I'm going to do what I want. So. <laughs> Cats or dogs? Dogs. Yeah. Dog yeah. If you could replace any current Burnley player with any other player from a championship team this season, who would it be? Ooh, I'd probably swap J Rod for um, Girikesh at Coventry. I think, I mean. Again, you're not the first sorry, person, Jay. and I don't think you'll be the last to say sorry, that. Sorry, Jay. Sorry, Jay, if you're, if you're watching. <laughs> if you've got nothing else better to do on your Monday night and you're watching. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think, yeah, he, I think he's, his legs have given up, haven't they? And Girikesh is a monster. I think he's quality. Although that Akpom at Middlesbrough is coming good. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, Jay for, I think Jay for Girikesh, I think that'd be a good deal. It would. It would. And this is the big question. A big right. question, this one. You can go from being Nathan, just just Nathan, mm. you could to Top Shagger <laughs> or an absolute ball bag with this answer. 
<laughs> so think wisely. There's no drum roll. There's just me tapping on the table. But the big penultimate question is, does pineapple belong on a pizza? No. Legend. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Get you in. thought we were saying yeah then, didn't you? you For a minute, yeah. part of me thought you were going to go down that route. I was going to go you no. ball bag. But... <laughs> no. <laughs> To be fair, someone actually said to me, because I hate, I just don't, I don't get it. Don't get it. So someone said, when I reach, if, well, when, if, if it happens, reach uh, 1,000 subs, that I should stand outside the Jack Walker statue in my Burnley shirt and eat a ham and pineapple pizza. I'll pay for the pizza. Uh, when you get to just, a thousand, we'll do it. <laughs> I had a dream the other day that I did it on a match day, but nice. didn't. But I thought I might be a bit too much stood there in a Burnley shirt eating a pizza by a Jack Walker statue while they're all going in with the tickets. All, all seven of them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I really appreciate Nave coming on. Really, really do. No, um, thanks for Again, me, man. doing some great work online as well. Uh, more Burnley content, the better. Yeah. Uh, what people are saying as well after that, Dale's gone for 2 1 Burnley, Millwall to score first half and will come back. Maybe a goal for Foster coming on. Oh, now you are pushing both out. I'll take that. Definitely. Oh, do you see that? There's that video of Foster of um, the South African fans coming over. Yeah. To see, yeah, heart got going, little heartwarming moment there. More of that. More of that, please. We definitely more need that. some more of that. Yeah. Uh, Luke says, we'll get extra pineapple on it yeah. for you, Dan. You can <laughs> off. Uh, Anyway, says, I plead the fifth down with that question, as you know what I like. Yeah, yeah, there's some <laughs> dirty buggers. I mean, Thursday, I do match pre- uh, match predictions uh, for the weekend's games. And Anthony, a Bristol City fan, he was sat there the other day with a ham and pineapple pizza, and they were just eating it on camera. But they were making noises. To him, like, oh, oh, oh. And I just thought, why are you being a bell for that? Like, why are you doing that? Um, but I agree with Nate. There's only one answer to that, and it's no. Um, so too bloody true uh, no I do appreciate it Nath, as I say I really do appreciate it again tell people where they can uh, check you out on your stuff yeah yeah just uh, Burnley Mundial on Twitter and at YouTube for the for the minute um, and if you know there's only one podcast out at the minute but it's available on everywhere Spotify Apple Google you know wherever you get your podcasts it's all on there so yeah come and come and jump in don't have to be a Burnley fan you know, it's mainly Burnley stuff, but happy to have everybody and we'll just, yeah, keep the football and the Burnley community on social media going strong. Um, there's a lot of good, good creators out there. So, yeah, hopefully just be be a part of that conversation is uh, always good. And fair play to you if you keep doing what you're doing, Dan. You're doing a, doing a sick job and up graphics no, and everything. Appreciate it, looks mate. Mint. Appreciate yeah, it. it looks really good. Done a, done a top job. Top job. Oh, thanks, pal. Um, guys, keep, keep tuning in. Uh, as I said, this will be available on podcast platforms. In fact... If you're listening, then it's already there. So, um, so yeah, feel free to uh, check us out on there as well. If you've only caught bits and you want to hear it back, then uh, go and catch us on there as well. I will be uploading this potentially by the end of tonight and putting the post out tomorrow. Um, but we will be back with some more content this week as well. Tomorrow night, as I say, join us. 7.35, we'll be doing a live watch-along of the game. Uh, I will give you a true, honest, non-biased, very biased opinion on... Uh, Millwall Burnley. Uh, join us on Thursday as well at half past seven. I've not put the graphic up, but I will be talking to a Huddersfield Town fan. How long I can stand that Yorkshire accent? 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but we'll see. Um, that is at 7.30. And at 9 o'clock, we will be back as well for the EFL prediction show on Thursday. Uh, and then on Friday, I'm going on the Huddersfield Town fans um, page to chat all things Burnley on there as well. Uh, I'll just say, look, it comes to summit when you've had to use one of our old players in as your assistant manager. You've got Louts in at right back because you need our help. You've had to get Ronnie Jepson in now as well. I'm surprised you're not giving him game time. Um, <laughs> but we'll have a laugh with him. We'll have a laugh with him. Uh, last two comments in as well. Uh, Henry says, going to watch the new show, Parole. Nice, nice. Go on, enjoy it. Go on, enjoy it. And Henry said, great podcast as always, Dan. Love the bants and camaraderie. Good night. Oh, well, that is it. That is it. Join us for tomorrow. Join us tomorrow night when we will be back doing the live watch on. As I say, Nath, really appreciate it. Guys, until then, up the fucking clarets. Mm -hmm.